1: My name's Ronnie Huffman. Simon Whip Thistle is a halfling druid with an intelligence of eight. That's why we call him Simple Simon. He's very childlike and naive in many ways. And Quinn kind of became his bodyguard early on because Simon started out in a solo campaign, just me and the DM. And the Essentials Kid introduced the sidekicks. And I read the um, Quinn high topple card. And I was like, oh, Quinn's perfect for Simon and it started off me and the dm just kind of co-voicing Quinn and then i took Quinn over when it became very clear that there was romantic connections between the the pair so now now Quinn's just kind of his his caretaker and lover and Simon's Simon Simon <laughs>
0: Me, sir, but are you here to see someone about a
1: horse? Um, not not really looking for a horse. I become one when I need to, really. Do you need a horse?
0: Uh no no. I'm there's someone who's been trying to buy mine, and I was trying to find them to tell them that no, they cannot have my horse. If they could please stop trying to steal steal my horse, that would be fantastic. But you are not that person, thankfully. My name is Istrada, by the
1: way. Mine's Simon Whitfissel.
0: Pleasure to meet you, Simon. What brings you to this area?
1: Oh, we're just walking around, um, kind of, kind of looking out for people that are messing with the, the forests and the wetlands and whatnot.
0: Ah, so you're the protector.
1: Very much. Lots of nasty people like to hurt the environment and I just, I don't like that one bit.
0: Very noble indeed. I also try and protect where I can, but my focus is more on protecting people.
1: People are good too. Sometimes I'm a people, other times I'm an animal.
0: Are you saying you protect them or are you saying you can become them?
1: I can become them and I protect them.
0: Huh. That's a very special skill indeed. It's not every day. I don't know how to call someone who can do that.
1: I like to become a bear a lot.
0: Uh what I wouldn't do if I could become a bear. That would help me in so many situations.
1: doesn't come in handy against shadows.
0: I imagine not. It's does are tricky to deal with. So, you mentioned you travel often?
1: All the time, yes. I wander from here to there. Occasionally we return to um we return to my little house out in the woods. I call it my dam house because it's kind of got a beaver dam attached to it.
0: Sounds like a very nice place.
1: It's very nice, yes. So
0: what do you travel for? Is it business or are you chasing adventure?
1: Chasing adventure is a really nice way to put it. I just like I like to walk around. And make sure that bad people aren't doing bad things. And my Quinn likes to punch things.
0: Quinn, okay, is that the gentleman that I see staring at me ever since I sat down here?
1: Yeah, that would be Quinn. He's um trying to decide whether or not you're something he needs to punch. You're, she's not something you need to punch, dear.
0: Thank you for reassuring him. I was hoping to avoid any sort of awkward encounters.
1: I tend to cause a lot of those, I'm told.
0: How long have you and Quinn been traveling together?
1: Oh, probably close to, um, I'd say about ten lunar cycles now.
0: Oh, so a very long time. Imagine you've gotten into some interesting situations in that time period.
1: Yeah, uh, yes, you could say that very much.
0: Do you have any interesting stories to share?
1: Uh, do you want funny or creepy?
0: Yeah, that one sounds interesting.
1: Alright, we'll, we'll start with funny. Um, there was this one town that that I wandered into and had stopped off so it was just me at this point and I met up with this I thought she was a short orc with pink skin but she wasn't she was um I think the word is anthropomorphized pig
0: that's different
1: yeah oh she she was collecting boiled meats and she was a sorcerer of some kind anyway Really long story short, she could summon other, like, little pigs that would come down and strike things. It was really, really weird. But there was also... There was an assassin there and a girl that liked to throw fireballs. I think a cleric is what the other one was.
0: Interesting combination there.
1: Yeah, we stopped these goblins from attacking the town and... Unfortunately, the, um, the pig girl and the fireball thrower, and to a lesser extent the assassin, kind of, um, I think the word is botched up at the end there when they were thanking us, and we were gonna get run out of town, but the goblins took the mayor's kids, so we had to go rescue them. Actually, that's kind of, that's the last place we were at, really. (laughs) We're running from there now.
0: Oh, so... Not the best of exits.
1: No, um... Yeah. (laughs) It was... it was... Chaotic is a good word.
0: Very good word indeed, I. Hopefully they will not cause you too much trouble, but I'm... Sure I can do something to help. Keep that from becoming something serious.
1: All I'm saying is if you ever run into a talking pig girl, run. They noted. There was this other time we were with another group of mercenaries, and we came on this castle that used to be run by giants. But the giants in that town, had all died. And there was yeah. this this crazy man just sitting outside there, grinding a crown down onto his head. And um, yeah, he was talking crazier than I do sometimes. And uh, this is where I why I don't like shadows because shadows were kind of coming out from places and watching us
0: severely disturbing
1: yeah we were fighting a off and we had to get in the castle to get some stuff and we got in there and we fought shadows in there and some other undead which I can't stand the undead they're not nature nature is good undead is not nature undead is bad so I hit it with my shillelagh
0: you have it with what?
1: Uh, I, I hit the undead with my shillelagh.
0: I don't know if I've ever heard of this weapon.
1: Oh, this is my shillelagh. It is a, um... It's a kind of walking stick you club things with. But I can cast shillelagh on my shillelagh, because that's a cantrip that you can do, and it makes it kind of knobbier and spikier and hurt more.
0: Huh. I might not look into getting one of these for myself.
1: They're They're very nice.
0: So you... Hit the undead.
1: Yeah, we hit the undead in there, but the real mess happened when we went back outside because the king wanted, or the guy with the crown who was calling himself a king, wanted us to stay and be his new royal court, and um, we were all kind of confused at that point. So we attacked him, and he was a kind of a nest for a swarm of shadows.
0: That's no fun.
1: They came pouring out of him, and, um... After that encounter, I made sure I knew Moonbeam, because they do not like Moonbeam.
0: Pretty <laughs> good life choice. <laughs> and I will take note of that well just in case. Why were there so many undead?
1: Because the, um... The giants were mining down into, um... What's the word I'm looking for here? Um...
0: Enderdark?
1: No, the opposite of sacred. Um, profaned lands. They were digging down and finding ore that was made from. Oh, how did the wizard thing describe it? Um, by smashing, by smashing souls until they become something of substance. And so the giants were trying to get the ore made from that, and the shadows were the residue of that, and they were resurrecting the dead. So anything that died down there became undead and made more undead. So, like, inside the castle was a swarm of zombies. Outside the castle was a swarm of shadows.
0: It's terrifying.
1: Yes. Terrifying is a really good way to put it.
0: How did you get out of that?
1: Ran like hell.
0: It's a very good escape plan.
1: (sighs) Not going anywhere near that place again.
0: A good life choice as well. Some people don't see the value of running like hell and never returning.
1: If the bad guy is big enough to kill you and your party, you run like hell.
0: There's no point in getting yourself smashed to pieces.
1: That's right, sometimes the bad guy's got a bigger shillelagh than you got.
0: And sometimes their weapon is as big as you are. That's when you run like hell and hope they didn't notice.
1: Being only three feet myself, I've encountered a lot of weapons that are my size, yes.
0: That's fair. I I imagine you have.
1: The standard greatsword's about my size.
0: Yeah, I've seen some that are larger, but I find that to be counterproductive. I think it's more people trying to show off than anything.
1: That means the sword they keep hidden is smaller.
0: So I've heard, so I've heard. I'm curious, how did you and Quinn meet?
1: We were, or well, I was, in a pub, and um, i just left my damn house, and there were some people looking to hire me to take care of a problem, and they decided I needed muscle, and they knew of a former... Can't call him a bandit. He hates when I call him that. Uh, a former thug that uh, is more than happy to uh, punch things when they need to. And so they hired Quinn to help me, and he just hasn't left my side since.
0: I, I imagine they were not did not foresee that outcome when they hired him.
1: Probably not. Luckily, they were reputable people, and they paid us well, so he didn't have to hit them into paying us more. That has happened since.
0: Some people need to be reminded of why they hired someone to help them.
1: They underestimate us short folk. Us halflings, the goblins, the kobolds.
0: Imagine it's much easier to hobble someone when you're around where their knees
1: are. Quinn's got this move he calls the halfling Hello, where he um, just winds back his fist and punches men who are pissing him off in, his, uh, in their knobbly bits.
0: I imagine that's very effective.
1: Incredibly effective.
0: So, what are some other interesting situations you found yourself in?
1: There was one time um, where we were hired to go into this old mansion... And look for a book. And we got in there all right. But the place was all traps. And I'm not so good with traps. I came pretty close to um meeting the gods, if you know what I mean.
0: That's never fun. No. It's getting close to meeting the gods or actually meeting the gods?
1: Yeah, it can be scary either way. But Quinn got us through there pretty good. We got the book. And we get back to the guy what wanted it, and this is one of those situations where he was underestimating us, mind you. So he decided the book wasn't in the condition he wanted it to be in, and was going to shortchange us.
0: Poor decision, I imagine.
1: Very. We um retaliated in kind, so he sent in his goons, and in his goons was another another druid like myself. But one of the um the more corrupted variety from Cholt, not that not that all druids from Cholt are um corrupted, but he happened to be a corrupted druid from Cholt, and uh, I became a bear, and he became this lizard thing with claw and now I can become the lizard thing with claw
0: I imagine that would be very useful for creeping people out.
1: It's a good intimidation tactic.
0: It was good to have a list of intimidation tactics ready to go.
1: Quinn's kind of a walking intimidation tactic. I just back him up sometimes.
0: But then you have each other then.
1: We make a good pair.
0: Do you do most of your travels just you and Quinn, or do you sometimes pa- partner up with other adventurers?
1: We partner we partner up with other adventurers every once in a while but um like I said every once in a while we run into situations like um talking pig girls and fireball throwers. not that they're not that they're bad they're just um sometimes you run into wild towns.
0: Yes, sometimes you do indeed and it's always takes you to some of the world's most unexpected of places.
1: That it does. We're always looking for other other parties to join up with, though. We like to lend hands and help out where we can. Especially if it helps nature on my end. Quinn's just happy to have things to punch.
0: Sometimes it's good when the simple things make you happy. The world can get complicated quickly.
1: That is absolutely the truth right there. That's why I like to protect them. Little pockets of nature.
0: It's a good way to be. I'm curious, though, what did you do before you were on the road?
1: My parents, they ran um, a small little bed and breakfast in a community that was um, shared with humans and, and halflings like ourselves. And uh, I have had a few siblings, but when I was really little, I lost an older brother.
0: That's unfortunate. I'm sorry to hear that.
1: I, t- I tried to save him, but I was too little and too weak. But that's when i started going to the forest all the time and that's when the forest started to talk back so one day my parents decided that it would be okay if i didn't take over the family business if i just wanted to keep talking to nature that's when i got it's when i got my new last name that's why my um my last name's whip thistle because i was just this little sprout of a thing running around Casting Vine Whip and hitting people with these thorny little vine whips, so i got the name Whip Thistle.
0: I imagine some of the people in your community were not very amused.
1: They learned to leave me alone.
0: Well, must have been effective then.
1: When you're little, you get picked on. You stop things from picking on you. Then you find a queen and things really stop picking on you.
0: I imagine so. I've seen other halflings who've done it by carrying a sword that's almost as big as they are. It would be comical if it weren't so obvious that they were very effective with it.
1: That's the thing. It's like you know, they underestimate the little people. I've seen I've seen Boliaths before with hammers that are twice my size, and I've seen halflings like you said with swords about as big as we are. I'd be more afraid for anybody to get in the ring with that halfling than with that goliath because you've got more places to hit on the goliath for smaller targets.
0: That is a very fair point. I've never thought of it that way. So what was it that drew you to adventuring?
1: Wanderlust, really. Um, I got tired of being in the town all the time and eventually I kind of just, you know, spotted out into the woods and First, I built my house by the river, then as I was learning to become different animals and became a beaver, I added the dam to it. It's a nice little headquarters that me and various allies of ours have have used as headquarters before. And uh, just from there, I decided, you know, I know this piece of land, I've protected this piece of land. Why not see other pieces of land and protect them?
0: Explore the world and save the world.
1: It's a fun thing to do.
0: As it is, though, sometimes when you're going up against certain things, it can be quite daunting.
1: That is true as well. Like I said, waves of shadow. Waves of shadow.
0: I imagine that haunts your dreams from time to time.
1: It's a constant reminder of watch your step. You never know what's hiding inside the head of a madman. Literally.
0: That is very true. Especially the more power that they have, the more terrifying their brain, their head can be. Mm. So, do you keep in touch with any of your old traveling companions?
1: Every now and then. Sometimes we go and look back in on them. I have a feeling, uh, I have a feeling Quinn's gonna want to check back in on that, um, that crazy group at some point. They're the most prevalent allies we've had recently. Plus they get into the mischief.
0: Yeah, I guess it, there it is some um, appeal towards traveling with people who tend to get into trouble. It makes life much more interesting.
1: Yeah, imagine all the praying you'd have to do if you were just traveling with a band of clerics and a couple paladins.
0: I don't have to. I've been there. I snuck off in the middle of the night because I was bored
1: I applaud you for that
0: I ended up accidentally finding the thing that we were looking for because I went to the wrong way fell into a trap and had to fight my way out saved us a lot of time but they were all rather cross with me mostly because I stole their glory I just told them they could shove it
1: (laughs) I, I, I applaud you, you did the right thing there
0: not saying they're all terrible, it's just that particular group was...
1: Oh, not at all.
0: ...needed to be taken down a peg or two.
1: I've met some nice paladins, and I've met some nice clerics. I just... When you have to visit two or three different temples in every town you head to, it gets tedious. I'd rather shop... Or drink... Or watch Quinn fight.
0: That is true, at least with the rather push on I've never seen Quinn fight.
1: He's a, he's a scrapper. He's, he's good with his sword and his, his crossbow, but he likes his fists.
0: Sometimes there's something satisfying about that. What's your preferred method of fighting?
1: If I can't fight as a bear, or as a badger, or as the toenail lizard thing, I like to cast shillelagh on my shillelagh and bash on and if it seems like that doesn't work as good as better magics, I use better magics such as, you know, moonbeam, core lightning, vine whips. I take care of nature, nature takes care of me.
0: Sounds like a very good deal indeed.
1: And when nature can't handle it, I step in and I punch things. Here's your beer. I'm, I'm Quinn. I topple.
0: Pleasure to meet you. My name is Isra.
1: Pleasure to meet you. You want a beer, too?
0: No, thanks. I've already had to go to Mead. Simon here was just telling me about some of your adventures that you've been on.
1: Yeah, he's all about adventuring, this one.
0: What about you? Where are you from? I'm
1: from around. I, uh, kind of had a rough childhood. fell in with a bad crowd for a little longer than I should have. Neverwinter Never was a harsh place.
0: That it can be. It looks like you made it out alright. You found a better place.
1: Yeah, I got to the point where I had to decide between, you know, do I stay with these bandit groups that I was traveling with, robbing people on the road, beating people up for petty change, or... At the time, I was thinking, do I become a mercenary? And then I got hired to protect this one, and uh, now I'm a hero. That's a big word. It's only four letters.
0: Interesting the road that Afe takes you on. It's usually never the one you expected.
1: That is absolutely true. Don't always take roads, really. Sometimes it's good to go off the beaten track.
0: That is true in more ways than one.
1: Sometimes you jump in the river and just ride it a few miles.
0: Depends on the river. There are somewhere that's not always the best idea. Yeah.
1: yeah, some of them have those long little silver things that burrow into you and take you over. Don't know what they were. Don't want to know what they were. We're never going back to that river.
0: I feel like there is a story here.
1: Yeah, it was um shortly after we escaped the swarm of shadows and uh we were making camp and we had to decide if we were going to cross the river and get to the other side or head further into the woods on the same side of the river the shadows were traveling we came across another band of travelers that were camping and during the day the water was fine we could bathe in it we could drink it Every once in a while, you'd see this little sparkle which you wouldn't really be too worried about. I was worried about it. Okay, Yeah, he would worry about. And uh, come nightfall, the sparkles seemed brighter under the moonlight. And uh, one of the other campers jumped in the river and uh, uh, was quickly swarmed by these... <laughs> they were bigger than worms and smaller than eagles. But they burrowed in, and, uh, yeah, he came back out and attacked, and, uh, we were forced to put him down.
0: Oh, that's... that is terrible. I can't even imagine.
1: But come morning, we, uh, we got across that river as quick as we could, and we're never going back there or to the, uh, the shadowed place.
0: That is very fair, and... Probably very good for your health.
1: Unless we can devise a bigger moonbeam if we just hit it with a giant moonbeam.
0: You might need to call in some people who are more specialized with sort of moving things such as that.
1: This one's always trying to think of plans. Sometimes we have to step in and tell them that the plans aren't the, uh, the best
0: these teacher I've seen others who are willing to just sit back and let let others do all the work for them.
1: Yeah, those are not the fun ones to travel with.
0: (laughs) No, they are not. They are not indeed. Speaking of traveling, where do the two of you think you will go from here?
1: We were looking at either heading back, well, heading north, like, way north, and, um, you know, seeing what's going on up there, we hear those uh, rumors about giants and whatnot, or um, possibly heading to Waterdeep.
0: Deep. Mm, Waterdeep! I've not been there for a while.
1: Curious about this yawning portal place.
0: Uh, what portal?
1: The yawning portal. It's a um, it's a pub there with a a hole in their floor that leads oh. to some kind of massive dungeony thing, from what we've heard.
0: That's strange. It's potentially concerning.
1: I'm just really curious what a huge, huge city looks like, So I've never really been in one.
0: It can be very overwhelming the first time.
1: That's why I'm going to start collecting some little plants, so I at least got, you know, um, a pocket garden.
0: Sounds like a very good plan indeed. Whatever you end up doing, I wish you luck.
1: Thank you very much. We wish you luck in your journey, too.
0: There's not telling where I'm going to end up being. I, like you, tend to wander here and there and never know where I'm going to end up. Oh, no, The only thing I do know is it's going to be interesting and there's probably going to be something going on.
1: That's always the best thing. You, you wander till you run into something worth sticking around for.
0: And indeed, and then once things are the back to some version of normal, you continue on to find the next crisis to avert your life to save.
1: It sounds about right. It's a good life though. You know you've done good.
0: Yes indeed. I wouldn't trade for anything in the world, would you?
1: Not in the slightest. Sometimes you find the best teas. You have this little pouch of tea to remember me by.
0: Oh, thank you very much. It's been a while since I've had some decent tea. I only know a few people who are able to make it the way I like it.
1: That one's got some flowers and dried fruits in it. It's very aromatic and peaceful.
0: I take it you're very interested in tea?
1: Teas and ales, it's what we did at the uh, did it to bed and breakfast, and cinnamon rolls, and make a damn fine cinnamon roll.
0: That sounds like a wonderful combination. What else do you need in life, other than tea, ale, and cinnamon rolls?
1: And occasionally things to punch.
0: That is true, that is true. And good friends are also helpful.
1: They are, we make quite a few on our journeys.
0: To making new friends and seeing the world.
1: To that, yes.
0: of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Toyber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find
1: for those who need it.